This conference is being recorded. Welcome to the Wednesday evening, October the 14th, 2009, Dream the Biggest Dream teleconference. Tonight, lessons from the front line. And I know what you're expecting. You're expecting Allison Nail with the empowerment call. But something's come up for Allison um, with one of her other commitments uh, that kicked in, and she had to postpone her involvement in our call until October 28th. So we'll look forward to that. So tonight, lessons from the front line with Dr. Dream and our topic, expanding, restricting, or constricting. What are you doing? Welcome, everyone, to tonight's call. I got a call from my dear friend Allison uh, yesterday afternoon, and um, she was really upset that she had to miss the call uh, tonight. It's interesting, the timing of when she called, because I was sitting here in a dream suite with uh, my good friend Daniel, who's on the call with us tonight. And during that moment, we were talking about Allison and talking about her with the call, and my phone rang. I went to uh, pick up my cell phone, and I started coughing, and I couldn't stop coughing. And I got on the phone, and I said, hello, and I saw it was Allison, and um, she, she said, how are you doing? And I said, well, it's interesting. We were just talking about you. And then while I went reached for the phone, I started coughing uncontrollably, and she said, I understand why, and then went on to explain that uh, with her um, full-time work, uh, she was called in to do something, and she explained that she had a prior com commitment, but um, that didn't hold enough weight for them. So uh, she will be joining us uh, in two weeks on October 28th. And so... You know me well enough, either through my Facebook status updates or being on this call, to know that that probably didn't throw Dr. Dream too much. I'm sitting there with Daniel, and I said, hmm, okay, this is fascinating. It's not really bothering me, and I'm sure that there's a reason, and there's a topic, and some good stuff here um, that needs to come through me on this particular call. So last night... Mom went to sleep at about 7.30. She was quite tired. And I decided to um, go into my uh, meditative space and um, see what comes out of it. And what came out of it is I slept from 8.30 last night until 4.30 this morning when I woke up in Southern California. By the way, that's exactly where I went to sleep also. <laughs> and it was the beautiful sound and feeling and vibration rain. And uh, I was very excited, um, and having gotten eight hours of sleep, which is somewhat unusual for me, I normally work on about six, um, I was feeling great. And I decided to, at that point, go into that space of mine. And I have to tell you, I had an absolutely incredible experience this morning. 
And so I believe that there's, of course, no mistakes that here we are and I get to share some of the epiphany that um, that I was graced with um, early this morning. And in this experience, I was taken directly to the core of how it all works, how my universe really the mechanics, if you will, of my universe. And I must tell you that it was an absolutely fascinating experience. And what came out of it is a deeper understanding for me of how my life, how my, just how everything works. And so um, I started off my day in a really amazing way, and I've carried that energy all day. And uh, someone said to me uh, later today, well, you know, that's all great, but now you need to, to act on it and, and own those changes. And I said, I've got to tell you that based on an experience like this, there's no way that I could ever go back to being the person I was when I woke up at 4.30, as opposed to the person I became at 5.30. Uh, it was made very clear to me that we are living our dream, that we came back here and set this up to be a certain way for us, to give us the experiences we need that we have chosen to have to learn, to feel, to embody what it is that our soul, our spirit needs. And it it just, it it rocked my soul absolutely rocked my soul so at that point you know normally I spend about a week um, working on these calls and quotes and um, topic and and um, stories it is uh, lessons from the front line so the stories are directly from the front line of my life experience and um, things really came together today with some now, I want to tell you a, a little story that happened this past weekend. Uh, this is a story uh, of an experience that my daughter Maya, who is nine years old, and I had together. And we went to the dog beach in Huntington Beach because over the last few weeks we found that it is an absolute treat to take our dog, Jake, and uh, sometimes we feel like this is his dream and we're just hanging out with him in his dream, but we decided to take him to the dog beach this weekend. Now, don't get me wrong, Jake doesn't, it's not about, it's not the beach, it's certainly not about the water. He will not get near the water, which makes it very appealing for me to take him to the dog beach because he gets minimal sand 
back into the truck and back into the house with him as opposed to getting all wet like all the other dogs do. So uh, we, upon parking along Coast Highway in Huntington Beach, we uh, got out of the truck and we both decided, hey, let's leave our shoes in the truck and we'll just, you know, cruise the beach barefoot and do thing. We left our shoes in the truck. Went to the beach, we hung out, we ran, we played, we, we, we saw other dogs, we saw other humans, you know, we were all wagging our tails or where our tails used to be. And um, it was a great time. And miles of smiles for all of us. Um, Maya and I had a little conversation while we were at the beach and we were talking about, um, I was talking to her about firewalking about walking on hot coals. And uh, you know, I just kind of introduced the concept to her. I asked her if she would want to join me one day to do this. It is not something I've done. Um, I know, Joanne, you're on the call tonight, and it's something you and I have talked about doing. And uh, when the time is right and there's another one in San Diego or Los Angeles or someplace, I am absolutely interested. So Maya and I just kind of touched on it at the beginning of our playtime at the beach. And um, on the way back to the truck, about an hour later, Maya said, you know, why would anyone want to, to walk on fire, to walk on hot coals? I said, well, Maya, think about it. I mean, is it scary? And she said, absolutely. <laughs> and I said, so if you decide you're going to do something that scares you or that initially seems like it's too difficult, like it might be impossible for you, and you go through with it and you are successful, you have a feeling like you can take on the world. You have a feeling that you can do anything. And you start to look at your life and you say, what have I held myself back from? Because if I can walk on hot coals, I can do anything in my life. And Maya was kind of getting how that worked. And I was walking in front of her and I heard her say, oh, <laughs> I turned around and I said, what? And she said, I just stepped in dog poop. And <laughs> so in that moment, I was certainly just grateful it wasn't me. And she was, of course, a little bit disgusted by this. We were right near the truck walking in the grass. She didn't see it and just stepped in it in between her toes, just the whole thing. And um, we got a little laugh out of it, and all of a sudden she turned to me, and she said, you know what, Daddy? I feel like I can do anything. <laughs> so that was uh, the fun story. I like to, you know, I learned so many lessons in my interaction with Maya, my experience with her. Um, that one just absolutely tickled me this weekend. Uh, just an update on a conversation we've been having the last few weeks about this big photo assignment that I've been working on. We talked quite a bit last week about how I was shifting um, in each moment from a negative perspective that was weighing me down, that was creating a feeling inside me that wasn't good to a positive perspective. Um, now, yesterday, 
um, I got a version of the calendar sent to me, and um, there was a problem with one of the photos. And it was a problem related to the equipment, related to the photo that was picked, and, and this and that, and it got me really not feeling good. And I started blaming somebody for letting this happen, was not bringing it back to myself. And um, the energy was not the energy that I like to carry. Uh, today, I had a meeting um, with that person. And, um, of course, by the time that meeting came about, I had my um, experience this morning. I had, um, you know, pretty much taken full ownership of what was going on. I had visualized what was going to happen in this meeting with this person. So instead of us being at odds, instead of us being at an energy that didn't serve either one of us, I had already in my mind um, practiced what I was going to say, how I was going to introduce um, you know, myself in this meeting, the whole thing. And uh, to make a long story short, we met. The energy was amazing. This person I will work on many, many more projects with in the future, and uh, this particular situation with the photo is going to be taken care of completely by 1.30 tomorrow when we have a meeting with the client. Um, and I have a new friend. So I just wanted to update you on that. Uh, it was really beautiful to me. How that went, Daniel, you were here yesterday. You kind of got um, some of the energy I was dealing with, and um, you get that full picture of, of how to shift that. So in thinking about tonight's call and the experience I had today of the mechanics of how our universe works, our individual universe works, our individual experience comes about, I realized that at any moment in our life experience, one of three things is happening for us. We are either expanding into our universe, or we are restricting ourselves in our universe, or we are constricting ourselves in relation to our experience. And I had the opportunity, I was doing some driving around to different appointments today, and so I had the opportunity to not have any music on or any distractions on. I even, for a couple of my meetings, uh, if you can believe it, left my cell phone uh, at the office. And um, I just took that opportunity to think about this concept of expanding, restricting, or constricting. And I, I can only relate it to me, to my life, to my experience, and to what goes on inside my head, inside my mind, in my energy field. And so I started thinking about expanding, which is what my entire experience this morning was about. And that experience was about really opening ourselves let me rephrase that, really opening myself up 
to what my experience here as a spiritual being having a human experience to what that is all about. And this is playing a big role right now in what I'm doing because more and more in my universe, the message is becoming very clear. Mark, you are here to touch people's lives directly. You are here to clear all of your stuff and have a positive impact on every person you come into contact with. And so when I am in that life purpose, I am fully expanding into my universe. Now, there are certain things that I'm still doing in my life that I'm doing because... I can't really give you a good reason based on the enlightenment I received this morning. I'm doing them because they're old habits. I'm doing them because they're patterns. I'm doing them because I think, excuse me, I thought that's what I should be doing. And yet some of those things aren't working at all for me. And they're taking my energy, and I'm not getting anything in return except for this lesson. And my lesson is get out there, expand into your life purpose in each and every opportunity, in each and every moment. So today I went to the Temple of Life spiritual community where I am one of the uh, holistic healing practitioners. And I absolutely dove in, met with the director, offered my services in marketing and promotion and public relations, um, took some things off of her plate, um, because I'm going to be part of building this community. It's my base of operations, if you will, my base for my practice here in Southern California. Very, very exciting for me because in the past, I've thought that what I really need to be doing has to do with conventional business, and that's not the case. And so little by little, I'm clearing myself, or a lot by a lot, or no judgment by no judgment, I'm clearing myself of my past programming, of my thought patterns, of my habits that don't serve me. And that is the act of expansion of expanding into what my life is really about now when we talk about restricting now wait a sec i pulled some quotes now normally i i have some extra time to pull some quotes and um based on how i'm presenting these words in this call weren't so many quotes i have two quotes for us tonight and the first one um, is from Albert Einstein, and this is on expanding. Once you accept the universe as being something expanding into an infinite nothing, which is something, wearing stripes with plaid is easy. <laughs> 
a little bit of humor in that quote. I actually really like that. And for me, it would be something along the lines of everything that Einstein said, and then wearing stripes with tie-dye is easy. <laughs> um, <laughs> okay. Uh, the next quote is from John Nasbitt, and um, I really do like this. The most exciting breakthroughs of the 21st century will not occur because of technology, but because of an expanding concept of what it means to be human. And for having, you know, I mean the humorous quote aside, for having one quote that directly relates to this word as, as it fits into the context of what I'm speaking about, this, this quote really does that. Because it is us expanding our concept of what it means to be human. And, you know, dream the biggest dream. You know my, my talk about playing the game. You know my talk about pushing the envelope, about, you know, not being stuck, about not always being comfortable, because if you're comfortable, you're not expanding. And so what we're doing as we're growing, learning, and evolving, we are expanding our concept of what it means to be human. Now, when I talk about restricting, now someone might have said, gee, Mark, let's see, you've got expanding, you've got restricting, and you've got constricting. What about just that even plateau? What about just reaching a level that you're comfortable at and just staying there? Well, to me, that is restricting because you've stopped your expansion. You've stopped the pushing of your envelope. And so what are you doing? To me, you are literally restricting your expansion at that point. And so it happens. I mean, it, it absolutely happens. We, we find something, we get comfortable with it, and, and we're not going to take it the next step. It's like, oh, okay, here I am. This is fine. Everything's fine. I'm just going to stay like this for a little bit, you know. Wow, that was weird. Are you guys there? Okay, probably can't hear you because you're muted. 
<laughs> well, let's hear it for Vonage, working with this technology. Wow, okay. So, back to where I was with uh, restricting. I'm obviously restricting uh, my communication this evening. But, um, you know, the, the, the point is to identify where you're at on these two areas and to realize that there may be a time that the restricting serves you. Okay? Identifying that you're in a place of restricting is not a negative thing. Identifying that you're in a restriction, that you're not allowing yourself in that moment to be all that you are, may be okay. Now, here's the point. If you have identified that that is what's going on, then you are at a place of conscious awareness. If you're at a place of conscious awareness, pat yourself on the back and say, thank you, universe. I really appreciate being in this place of conscious awareness because haven't we all been in a place of restricting or constricting and never became aware of it? Okay, that's when it starts to be a problem. It's not a problem when you realize that that's what's going on. I'm holding myself back right now. I'm holding back an energy that wants to come out. Once you realize that, you're, you're more than halfway there. You're, you're 90% there. And then you just release whatever it is. You identify it. You work with it. You process it and you then get back into expanding into what your universe is about. Now to move into constricting. Again, when you realize that you are in a place of constricting, what, what are you realizing? You're realizing that not only are you not expanding, not only are you holding yourself back, but you're pulling yourself in. So you're not even staying on that even plateau. You're actually on a downward slope. Think of expanding in terms of energy, growing and growing and growing, similar to a snowball rolling down a mountain and turning into a giant mass of snow. Now, think of constricting as a giant mass of snow rolling down a hill that has no snow on it, and as it's rolling down, it's getting smaller and smaller. It's losing its energy. Okay? This is something that when you're in that place, you need to address it right away. Sometimes we call that a downward spiral that you, something has triggered you, you're now constricting, you're now going to that negative place. You're not going to your happy place. You're going to that negative place, and it's just not, it's, it's not working for you, and everything around you is also turning negative for you. Downward spiral. 
and at that point you've got to work on one of the techniques we talked about last week with shift, shifting, and do whatever it takes to stop that. Change the thought, change the energy, uh, process it, see what's going on, clear it. But this is this is what I'm feeling that that happens with all of us. I see it in myself. I can directly relate this to my life experience, and I'll be interested when we unmute the line um, to have you tell me if you see this in your own life and if you would agree with me that in any particular moment of your experience, you're either expanding, restricting, or constricting. And that is, you know, what we're talking about. And the question becomes, you know, what are you doing? So, now, let's see. I want to move on. I want to move on to some things that have happened recently, um, and this has to do with expanding into my experience. Um, I just got a text message from Eddie that says, breaking up. I, I hope that's related more to the call and not to our, um, to our friendship. Um, there could be a problem with uh, the conference call line. There could be a problem with... Uh, with my connection, but let's just try and uh, work through it. And I'll, you, you know what I do when I'm doing these calls. I'm, I don't want to say I'm moving frantically around, but I am moving around um, quite a bit. Um, I did a workshop recently, and uh, I said to the organizer, and, and how do you see this working for me? And he said, well, you'll just sit there on the stage and address the audience. And <laughs> I said, <laughs> You haven't been on my cause and you haven't heard or seen me speak, have you? Because I'm not going to be sitting on the stage addressing the audience. The energy is far too great. Um, I want to talk about expanding and expansion and how this works and how to recognize those opportunities in your life. Uh, recently, my universe, through all sorts of messages has made it very clear that I need to be working with the chakras, that I need to be um, learning about opening, balancing, and clearing the chakras. And so um, I picked up on that right away. And I have gone through, I don't know how long, of of now lots of research, lots of working on it on myself, lots of um, dialoguing with my universe about how this works. It is now something that I've become comfortable with and is part of what I do with people. It's part of um, visualizations that I'm developing, um, chakra opening and balancing, uh, and clearing visualizations. These are the energy centers, the vortexes of energy in the body. And there are seven of them. Um, and uh, so my question to you is, what is, in your experience, what is 
your universe suggesting to you that you should be doing, learning, experiencing to expand into who you came here to be. And so I just want you to think about that and kind of identify for yourself. You can share that, you know, when we unmute the line um, or however that works for you. But I, I want you to take a look at your life. And remember, we when I talk about what you notice, who you see, the magazines that the conversations that you pick up on, um, you know, many of us or all of us are on Facebook. You know, what are the status updates that you happen to see when you get on? Um, you know, I'm up to, I don't know, 1,400 friends now. My, my status updates move really quickly. So it's always fascinating to me to, when I get back to the computer or back to that screen, to see which ones are there for me right then in the moment and, and how is that connected to what's going on with me. Very similar to a game that people play where they open up a book to a page and point their finger at it, and that's something they need to know. That's the game they play with their universe. So I want you to play that game with your universe and be like, wow, I, I, I noticed this sign or I noticed – um, you know, this this headline or, or something like that, and then start relating it because it is your universe giving you messages, okay? It's you drawing in what you need. Think of it as the synchronicities. Think of it as the signposts that guide you on your journey. And to recognize those, you need to be aware. You need to be in your conscious awareness state to understand what's going on. Okay, Eddie says, do not move. All right, I'm just going to stand here now. Um, and so this is, this is kind of a big deal, and I've, I've realized that it's an important aspect of um, how the process works. Now... Uh, I want to this I've been I, I, with this technology, whatever's going on with tonight's call. I'm a little bit distracted, so we're not going to do the full time tonight. But I do want to talk about three new workshops uh, that I have. These will be um, we'll be able to do this over the phone in groups. Um, and we'll be able to do this in person at the um, Temple of Light Spiritual Community in, um, here in Orange County in Lake Forest. Uh, the first one that we're putting together is called the Empowered Teen Series. It's for young adults ages 13 to 17. And um, it's about empowering them to make changes within themselves that will make changes in their life. And it is a one um, session a week for three weeks workshop. Um, it, will be, it will work on a foundation similar to 21 Days to Change. Um, there will be an experiential workbook uh, for this one. And um, I'll be getting more information out about that. We'll also be doing it um, on a phone call. 
so uh, teenagers around the country can um, also participate. The next one is called Achieving Your Optimum Weight. And this, again, is going to be uh, once a week and a three-week workshop. And uh, this one is particularly exciting to me. I have, at times in my life, uh, been challenged by um, my weight, being um, a bit overweight. And... um, I don't have a scale. I don't norm. I don't really believe in having a scale, um, which I don't know is odd. Maybe not. But uh, I was at my mother's the other night uh, for dinner, and of course she has a scale, and um, I weighed myself, and um, I was really shocked by what my weight was. Now, of course, I know that none of my clothes are fitting very well anymore, and everything's just sort of hanging off on me. Those of you that see me a lot maybe think that I believe that that's like the look of, uh, you know, the fad right now, but it's actually just that I've lost a bunch of weight. Um, And I weighed 190. Um, And this was interesting to me because in June, earlier this year in June, so uh, four months ago, uh, I weighed 225. And so uh, I said to myself, wow, what's going on? I realized that one of my uh, visualizations in my own personal 21-day program is that I am grateful that I have achieved my optimum weight and have found an exercise program that works for me. And um, paraphrasing now because Eddie doesn't want me to move and so I can't go get my program, but that my uh, diet gives me all the nourishment, nourishment and energy that I need to do what I need to do in my life. And so, um, again, I'm interested in presenting things that are working for me, that I'm working with and have an experience with, and um, I'm interested in taking other people through this process. It is not a diet. It is not a new way of eating. Now, that may all come about for you in this program, but that's not the basis of it. With everything I do, the basis of it is working within your mind, within your field, and then everything changes. And then also uh, our core program, 21 Days to Change, we'll be doing um, an in-person three-week, once-a-week workshop, and we'll also be doing that over the phone. For those of you that are interested, we'll be getting some more information out. Now, we have... Actually, before I do this, I want to um, put in a little plug. Uh, Those of you that listen to this from iTunes and have gone to iTunes to uh, download um, the the calls ever, I have a favor to ask. Um, Please take the time to rate the the podcasts and to leave a comment. Um, I know that a lot of downloading is going on and no one's left any comments yet. Um, I think it just helps when other people show up to hear why you're downloading it, to see what the rating is and everything like that. So I would personally um, appreciate that. Now, we have um, something new that we started last week called Energizing Another's Dream. 
And what this is for me is really a spotlight on people that have come into my experience that have inspired me, that have gone beyond the surface and have touched my heart. And tonight we recognize my, my good, dear friend, Billy, Billy Joe Cornell from Maryland, who um, has done uh, one-on-one calls with me, um, who has energized my experience with her attitude, with her perspective, And um, I made the comment in the announcement this week that I know her from her soul out. She is an incredible spirit and a bright light. And she has overcome many obstacles in her life experience. And through it all, she's remained one of the most positive people I've ever had the honor of getting to know. She's been outwardly supportive of my work and of me. And she has become an inspiration to me. I know that whatever she does, whoever she meets, she makes a difference in their experience. You can find her on Facebook. Just type in Billy, B-I-L-L-I-E, into the search window um, in my friends for when you're looking at my friends, and she'll come up. I highly recommend that you request to be her friend. Um, and so right now, what I'd like us to do is close our eyes. I'd like us to connect with the universal energy that is available to each of us in each and every moment. Feel that energy. Get a grip on it. Feel what it feels like. Feel the purity of it. Feel the unconditional love in it. And then I want you to just send that unconditional love energy to Billy Joe Cornell in Maryland right now. She's on the call tonight. And we're just sending this to Billy, just sending this energy to her because Billy so freely gives of her energy to everyone in her life experience. I know that this makes a difference. I absolutely know it. So those of you that do any meditative practices, those of you that, um, you know, kind of do a recap of your day before you drift off to sleep, um, those of you that say prayers and send those out to God, to the universe, I want you to include Billy in those prayers tonight. And with that energy um, and really all honor to her. So at this point, I'm going to go ahead and unmute the lines, and um, this is your opportunity to share. I would like uh, Billy to say a few words. Let me go ahead and unmute this. Okay. Hi. I'm speechless right now, Mark. I I don't know what to say. I hope you guys can hear me okay. I can hear you. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yep, yep. I just want to tell you that my frequency heightens about 20%. Sweet. <laughs> From that experience. 
experience. And um, I just want everybody to know that regardless of where you're at and what you're doing, as long as you're spreading unconditional love with every effort that you put out into the universe, you will receive it back threefold, as I have. And don't, don't worry about anybody else's agenda when you're going through your day because regardless of how anybody else feels, it's about how you make them feel because you can have an effect on them. And thank you very much for um, this opportunity, Mark. I, I appreciate it, and I just hope that um, everybody will take take the time out there to, to spread love that, that's really, really needed in this world. Now, the beauty of this, my friends, is that these are not just words for Billy. These are... The words that guide her actions, the words that she lives by and integrates with everything that happens in her experience. And believe you me, her experience has not been handed to her on a silver platter. But she has decided, she has made a choice, and she has sent it out to the universe how she will be based on anything that happens to her. And her experience continues to get better, and her conscious awareness continues to expand. I want her to be an inspiration to each of you the way she has inspired me. Billy came to me, and we started doing our phone calls, and I believe that she thought that... I was just there to be helping her. And in a very short amount of time, I let Billy know that she was helping me. She was assisting me equally as she felt I was assisting her. And that is the beauty of conscious interaction with people and being open to give and receive unconditional love. Billy, thank you so much for what you've meant in my life experience, for how you've changed me, for how you've made my world a better place. I love you with all that I am, and I look forward to continued contact with you for as long as I'm here in this experience. Thank you so much. Well, thank you. It's my pleasure as well, Mark. Anyone else at this point? I, I don't know if you caught. I'm going to have to listen to the recording tonight. I don't know if you caught like every fifth word of what I was saying. There seems to be a, uh, maybe a glitch with the conference line. Um, it would be great at some point to graduate to a conference line that's um, not a free one that we pay for. But in order to do that, we need to charge money, and I'm really interested in making this as available as possible. But I hope you picked up on um, what I was sharing tonight, and if you want to interject anything that serves all of our highest good, this would certainly be your opportunity. Mark, completely changed, man, you are. From yesterday to today, I wanted to let you know the energy you gave off tonight just lifted my spirits completely. 
Thank you, Daniel, and thank you for being there as things were happening yesterday. The call from Allison, the, the call from the calendar people, the, the woman who owns the real estate company, um, you know, and, and also for going with me to pick up my at school. You were there for all of it, and um, I, I honor that. And Daniel and I met on Facebook, didn't know each other before, and um, now we are, you know, friends that seem to go back uh, most certainly to other lifetimes, and um, I, I absolutely value you um, and our friendship. I value you, sir. You're, you're, I can call you a very good friend, even if not best. That's awesome. Then, then you get to stop calling me sir. Woohoo! <laughs> Anyone else tonight? All right. Um, I do want to end with something that um, this is funny. I printed this out from the Internet because I wanted to make sure that I didn't get it wrong. Um, but we all know this. It's a song that we've all sung as um, school children, and possibly some of us are still singing it, you know, today um, in the bathtub. Uh, oh, maybe that's just me. But um, here it is, and I'm going to emphasize the points that I believe are the most, um, well, actually the whole thing is. Stick with me. Row, row, row your boat gently down the stream. Merrily, 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 merrily. Life is but a dream. <laughs> My friends, I love you all. Thank you so much for being on the call tonight. Tremendous gratitude, but even more unconditional love going out to each of you. And Dr. Dream's new way to end these calls is sweet dreams to all of you, even sweeter realities. Have a great week. We'll be back next week. Connect with me one-on-one -on -one if you're interested. Good night. Bye, Mark. Mark, bye. You're the best.